Hey, this is Max, and welcome to the Ronin System Podcast. Today's episode, uh, it's actually going to be by myself this time. Um, I'm actually really trying to look for more guests, but the issue is, you know, it's 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 difficult to do with work and all, and, and actually having to find guests and all that. But anyways, today's episode, uh, I'm going to be basing it pretty much like I used to do um, on my own beliefs and my own you know thought processes. And today's topic is is really about fighting. Um, and I'm not talking about fighting like physically, you know, I've mentioned it before that, you know, we're always, or I'm always, you know, trying to, uh, teach and preach that everyone be, should be doing martial arts and whatnot. But today's episode is a little different from that. Today's episode is, is not really about physical fighting, but more spiritual, mental fighting, emotional fighting, even where we're always challenging everything around us. You know, every day we're fighting every, every time we do something, it's, it's a fight. And what I mean by that is that there's there's two opposing forces in any fight, and or at least two, uh, sometimes more. But anyway, it, it starts as soon as we get up because some people, they have to fight themselves to get up. They have to fight their tiredness. They have to fight their laziness. They have to fight their own their own mental issues. You know, depression can, can lead you to stay in bed all day. Not wanting to go to work could lead you to stay in bed all day. Just... It, there's multiple things as soon as you wake up and you're already fighting. And that's what I mean here. You know, we're always fighting everything around us. You know, how we fight, who we fight, what we fight for. There's there's a lot of different reasons and a lot of different sort of cause and effects there. But, you know, there's also, everyone has their own different fights. There's internal fights, external fights. And there's there's always going to be conflict. I think conflict is actually a better word here. And one of the things that, I feel like a lot of people actually relate to is the idea of external conflicts. You know, it's it's more easily relatable because we we don't want to look into ourselves. It's it's necessary, I believe, to be able to understand what's going on in our own minds and our own hearts. But it's easier to confront what's what's directly in front of us, what we can see, what we can touch. You know, we fight traffic every day. We we have this internal sense of of road rage. You know, we fight to be successful in life. You know, it's not physical fighting again, but it's a conflict. You know, you're you're trying to be, you know, the best you can be. You're you're trying to succeed in life. You're trying to make money. You're trying to afford that house, afford that car, and whatever line of work you're doing, it's there's there's a conflict in there. You know, you could be a salesperson and you're you're constantly battling it out with other salespeople or battling it out with customers, trying to get them to, you know, trying to persuade them to, to purchase your product or whatever. You know, you could be working in a kitchen. You're, you're battling against time. You're battling against your own sort of clumsiness to make mistakes. You know, any, any sort of line of work, of course, obviously you have the physical aspects like sports. There's always going to be a conflict in sports. You know, you're fighting an opponent. You're fighting in, uh, an opposing team, all these other things. You know, every day, every time we do something, it's a fight. What I really want to talk about is the internal fights, the internal strife, the internal conflict that we face all the time. And to get really kind of psychological on you guys, um, if you guys don't know who Sigmund Freud is, he is a, I, I believe he's Austrian. He's an Austrian uh, sort of psychologist, philosopher, who came up with the idea of the id, the ego, and the superego. And now, I feel like some of you may have heard of what that is, but basically to break it down, id you know, ID is basically your your natural instincts. You know, it's 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 you at the base level, right? It's it's your natural instinct to seek out food, seek out shelter. You know, to sleep, to eat, to drink. 
you know, to, to move out of danger. That's your id. Your ego is, is obviously it's you, you know, it's, it's ego. I believe in Latin means I like I myself. And basically that's your, your sort of mental capacity, your, your ability to process thoughts, your ability to think. And it's, it's your understanding of, of reality and reasoning. And then you have your super ego and this one's a little bit harder to explain, but basically what that is, is it's, it's sort of like your moral compass, but Freud describes it in a way that it's, it's more of sort of a learned ego, right? It's, it's you and what you've learned along the way. And he describes it as ego being sort of the bridge between the id and the superego. It's, it's the middle point. It's, it's the, uh, the median, if you will. And why I bring that up is because that's the internal fight right there. You have the id and you have the superego. You have your instincts and you have your reasoning. You, you have your reality. You have your mental focus, right? And those two, they're, they're always going to be conflicting. You know, you're, you're, like I said earlier, when you wake up in the morning, prime example right there. You know, you, you know you have to get up. You know you have to go to work. You know you have to get ready. You know you have things to do. But instinctively, as soon as you get up, your first instinct is to stay in bed. Your first instinct is, is maybe even to get up, but to find food first. You know, there's, there's different things that you're battling out right there. And that's, that's the easiest example I can give just right off the bat from what I, what I was talking about earlier. A new example, just to make it even easier to understand, is let's, let's put it to the extreme test here. Let's say your house is on fire. And in the house is, is your child or your dog or your fr- or friend or father or parents or whatever. And instinctively, you, you feel this urge to run in there and help them. You feel this urge to get in there and, and bring them to safety. But your, your super ego, your logic, your reasoning will tell you that that's just stupid. That's a dumb idea because you could die in there. You know, it's, it's not worth it. But your id, your internal instinct, you know, your, your natural sort of guideline is is telling you that that person is important that thing is important you know that that being in there needs help and you're the one to help them right and your ego is sort of the conflict you know some people they hesitate and that's that's the internal conflict that i'm talking about of course then you have the other people who sort of balanced out those forces they've they've balanced out the conflict within themselves and again this is where i really want to get sort of deep here you're always going to be in conflict with yourself, no matter what. But sometimes, you know, if you really work hard at it, if you really try and focus, you can start to conquer your own self. You can start to really sort of take away the id, take away the superego, and focus on the ego, focus on yourself, focus on the I, the me. Because that, again, it's the median. It's it's sort of like the, the deliberator between the two. And if you can grab that, and make it powerful, if you can make it you, truly you, then the other two will fall into place. And now, you know, this this whole id, ego, superego thing, it's can be a little confusing unless you really sort of study it. I actually have my bachelor's in psychology, so I do know a little bit of what I'm talking about. Not really much, but, you know, I, I remember some of it. <laughs> and anyway, what, what I re- kind of want to dive into a little bit is sort of the... the the realization of, of, of what those three are, what the id, ego, and superego are. You know, Freud describes it as, you know, again, like superego and ego are a little bit easier to explain. Superego is more of learned. Ego is more of like a sort of, again, the middle ground. Whereas id, 
the id, Freud, I, I think kind of controversially described it as based off of, you know, sexual, sexual desire, right? And he's got a lot of different sort of uh, theories and, and, and I guess, you know, propositions about how sexuality drives our everyday, you know, activities. You know, we, we eat because we need energy to have sex, you know, do, it's, it's all this crazy stuff. And there was another psychiatrist or psychologist that came out, um, I believe his name's Carl, Carl Jung. And he had this idea that, that that's just stupid. You know, our id is not based on sexuality. It's not based on sexual desire. It's based on just natural instinct. It's based on our animalistic sort of primordial features, right? Because at the end of the day, we're all animals. At the end of the day, we're all just creatures on this earth that just somehow got a higher level of thought, a higher level of thinking. And he made it easier by just saying that there's there's really only two parts you know, your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. And a uh, quick note here, subconscious and up unconscious, a lot of people use it interchangeably. I do myself as well. But really, subconscious is just like the id. It's natural instinct. It's it's internal sort of thoughts that you, you don't even control most of the time. Unconscious is, is basically like you're asleep or you're knocked out or whatever, right? Because, you know, un is like not right and then conscious conscious mind right there is just the other two it's he sort of combines the two you know he he makes ego and superego one thing and when when i think of that i i kind of agree but i kind of don't you know i really do believe that we do have a reasonable uh, a reasoning mind we do have a logical mind right but we also have an emotional mind we have we have a sort of more spiritual mind and you know, to, to really kind of back up that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to dispute any of this because, again, I, I just have a bachelor's in psychology. I, I didn't really even study it that much. But, you know, I, I don't agree with the Jungian idea that there's there's only two mind. You know, there's only two minds. You only have your instinct and your yourself. You only have your reasoning and your in your net like your natural inclination. I feel that we all have our instincts. We all have our, our sort of animal traits, like I was saying earlier. But there's more to that. And to get even more psychological in here, I want to bring in two more psychiatrists, two more psychologists. Um, actually, I think Chomsky was a, he was a scientist. He was like a linguist or something. But, you know, you have B.F. Skinner and you have Chomsky. For the life of me, I can't remember his first name. But, you know, those two, it's, it's a really sort of famous psychology story or not really a story, it's more of a conflict. Again, more conflict everywhere we see. But, you know, B.F. Skinner, he had this idea that, you know, everything is, is learned. Everything we do is is sort of derived from culture and society around us. It's taught to us. You know, how we think, how we feel, it's all taught to us. You know, it gets really, you know, into ethics and morals, like the ideals of a nation, you know, driving driving an individual, the ideals of the community that drive an individual to do certain things or feel certain ways, right, or think certain thoughts. Whereas Chomsky, he believed the essential opposite. He believed that we're all naturally inclined to be able to do certain things. You know, a prime, prime example of this is the argument of language, the argument of communication, which, again, is leading me to believe Chomsky was actually a linguist. But the idea here is that Skinner, B.F. Skinner, believed that language is learned. And 
when you first think about it, yes, it's it's it seems pretty simple there. You know, we, we can't learn language unless it's taught to us, right? Especially when we're children, when we're babies. But Chomsky had the argument that that's just not true. Because if you leave babies to their own devices, if, if you don't teach them language, they will eventually develop their own form of communication. They will develop a sort of own language, right? And when you think about that, when you really look into it, you can sort of begin to figure out that that may be true because how did language come about in the first place? How did communication come about in the first place? You know, it, it had to have started somewhere. And it couldn't have been, you know, some holy God that came down and all of a sudden told us to start talking, you know, speaking, you know, Sanskrit or, or, or Persian or whatever. Because when you look at other animals, right, and this, this goes beyond just humans. When you look at other animals, they have the ability to communicate. Wolves, for example, they use their howls to communicate. Birds, they use their chirps. And the reason I speak of this is because they, they had to have developed it naturally. It had to have been an instinct in their mind, their their sort of id, their their subconscious, where they started developing a natural ability to speak with one another, to communicate, so that they could advance themselves, so they could have more success in life. And then that's when they could start learning. I, I'm a firm believer in the nature-nurture is, is one thing. I'm a firm believer that those two are necessary for anyone to develop, or anything to develop, really. And this is where I really get into that whole... Jungian idea that the the conscious mind is is actually two parts. The conscious mind is is development of who we are naturally, who we are in terms of nature, and then who we are in terms of nurture. You know, we're nurtured a certain way. You know, Skinner I believe had it right where certain parts of us, it, it's it's taught. Certain parts of us, it's learned behavior. But then I'm also a firm believer that that there there is a nature aspect to it. And the easiest way to explain that from my perspective is the idea of morals and reasoning. You know, the famous uh, trolley problem. You know, it's a very famous problem that's given to students or given to people in general um, in psychology. You're, you're given a choice, a moral choice, an ethical choice between choosing one person over, over several. And this is where that conflict comes back in. This, it, you know, it's all full circle here, guys emotionally, let's say you're emotionally attached to that one person. Let's say it's your spouse or your friend or your family member, you know, or your own children maybe, or your own child, I mean. And they're stuck on that train track. The only way to save them is is to divert the train or the trolley to the other five strangers. But ethically, emotionally, you, you want to save whoever that loved one is. You want to protect whoever that loved one is. But then logically it the idea here is that y you should be saving the five people because how can one life equate to five how can one person equal the weight of five or ten or whatever and this is the conflict that i'm talking about you know it, it it's you know in, in the Jungian sort of philosophy it's it's all one thing but i believe it's two separate things i believe it's you know your obviously your mind but also your spirit your heart and this is where I want to bring in sort of, again, my philosophy, my, my take on this is that, you know, there, there's already this idea out there of mind, body, spirit. There's already this idea out there of a difference between, you know, mind and body, obviously being, you know, your subconscious and your, your uh, conscious mind. And, you know, mind, body, spirit, it can relate a lot to Freud's idea of id, ego, and superego. When you really look at it, because the id is the body, uh, the spirit is sort of the ego 
and then the mind is the superego. And I believe that, you know, the mind is sort of like that Skinner Jungian idea of of nurture. It's it's what's taught to us. It's what we've learned over the course of time through our experiences. It's a collective mind of different logical thoughts, different sort of reasoning thoughts, reality thoughts. Whereas your spirit is sort of guided by your own sort of natural compass, your own sort of natural moral compass. And then, of course, your body is just, it's just plainly your body, right? Your plain, natural, animalistic instincts. And at this point, you know, I I really want to drive home the fact that I I truly believe no matter how much conflict there is between those three or, or, or even just the two, usually just the mind and the spirit, you know, the mind and the heart your your mentality and your emotional emotions you you have to find a way to find balance you can try and try as much as you can to to force it all to become one but i truly believe that you need all three you know you you have to keep them separate because it's it's necessary for that conflict in my mind and in my heart as well you you have to have conflict to grow you have have to have some sort of adversity some sort of opposing force to grow, to change, to evolve. That's that's really sort of the basis of, of my philosophy here. The basis of trying to be the best you that you can be by being more than just you, by being everything around you. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is, obviously, you are you. You're an individual, right? You're your own special, unique being. And that's your ego. That's your spirit. That's just who you are. But then you have to be, just because we're humans, we're, we're a social creature, we're a society-based animal. We need others. We need to be around others, to learn from others, to teach others. That's just who we are. That's, that's, that's humans right there. That's humanity. And then, of course, aside from that, we're also animals. We're also creatures on this earth that need to survive that need to do what they can, that need to eat, to sleep, to to be safe, to feel safe. And sometimes, like I was saying, there there's going to be a conflict there, you know, and, and we have to put all that together, the mind, body, and the spirit. We have to combine it all, but not necessarily combine in, in the sense that we're, we're making it one, but combine in the sense that we're, we're sort of, we're teaming them up. We're, we're giving them a chance to, for each of them to shine. And there's a lot of different ways to think about this. You know, some people, they'll combine the spirit and the body because it's just one thing. It's just your subconscious or whatever. It's just your id or whatever. But other people, they'll, they'll take uh, all three. They'll, they'll take Freudian, Freud's look at it, the Freudian idea. They'll take Jung's look at it. They'll take, you know, the whole idea that everything is learned like Skinner or everything is just natural like Chomsky. You know, all these different psychologists, philosophers, it's 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 all the same, right? And it's just based on how you perceive it. It's based on how you feel about it. It's based on even how you think about it. And and to me, this is what I believe. That's what I believe. I believe in the mind-body-spirit connection. I believe that it's a triforce. I believe that you have to understand where each one has its place and its purpose, but also realize that they need to sort of cooperate. They need to be cohesive with each other. But, but... It's a little contradictory. I also feel that even when they're cohesive, within that cohesiveness, within that sort of bond 
there needs to be conflict. There needs to be, you know, fractures here and there. There needs to be sort of burnt edges, bent edges. There needs to be creases here, you know, cracks there. That there need we need that. It's again, it's it's human nature to always fight. It's human nature to 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 survive. And you know, really it's it's the foundation of all this. I believe that that idea of fighting ourselves, the idea of the internal conflict should be sort of a a mantra for life, a, a, a sort of a sort of I guess motivation for for how to live. Again, every day is a fight. Everything we do, it's a fight. There's a conflict. There's something that's opposing us. There's something that's against us. And and we have to fight it. If we don't, we we you know, we submit. And that's not what we do here. That's not who we are. We don't give up. We don't surrender, you know, because that's when you truly lose. I, I know I got a little confusing there. I know I, I spat out a lot of random sort of facts and figures. But at the end of the day, I just I want to sort of send out this message, send out my belief that we have three versions of ourselves. We have three sort of faces. And we need to find a way to balance those faces. We need to find a way to balance those those minds, those bodies, you know, those spirits, those we need the way to find a balance to to ourselves. Is is basically what I'm saying here. You know, even even now, even as I speak, I I I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted on on where I should keep going. I'm I, I conflicted on on which idea that that I should really push out there. And to be honest, I, I want to push them all out there to, you know, it, that's, that's the idea I'm, I'm trying to give out. It's, it's multiple ideas. You know, I, I don't mean to be confusing, but that's just, that's really just how I feel and how I think right now. You know, again, I, I, I can't stress this enough. It's, it's always a conflict. There's always a fight. There's always something that's, that's really against us right now, against me, against you, uh, against everyone. And, you know, like I was saying in the beginning, in the very beginning, we're all fighting every day. You know, I've said that multiple times throughout this episode. We're all fighting every day, you know, and how we fight or who we fight or what we fight. It's 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 all different. It's all unique, just like us. You know, this, this whole philosophy idea, this whole psychology, it's it's unique. Again, each of us are unique. Each of us will have a different take on this, just like Chomsky and Skinner, just like Freud and Jung. You know, they had their arguments, they had their debates, but at the end of the day, they're arguing the same thing, just in different ways. They're arguing for the understanding of who we are, and who we are is survivalists. Who we are 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 fighters. We're fighting for survival, but we're also humans. We're human fighters, I guess you could say. You know, we're, we're always in a conflict. We're fighting, fighting, always fighting to survive, no matter the cost, no matter what happens, we want to survive. But then we also want to be humans. We also want to be together. We also want to help each other. It's all a conflict. I, I guess that's the point here. That's the main point. It, there's always a fight. And you have to realize what's actually, you know, which fight you're actually participating in. What type of fight. And personally, I, I know my fights. I know my conflicts. And the biggest one is against myself. The biggest one is right here. The biggest one is, is, is finding out, you know, what it takes to be truly the best me, truly the best Max that I can be. 
and it's it's a big fight it's a fight that i've i've been you know working at it's a fight that i've been and fighting you know a battle a war that i've been fighting with myself for for years you know having this podcast here it's given me the opportunity to to realize which side i want to fight more on it's given me the opportunity to realize you know where i want to take this you know how i want this to end when i want it to end and just by doing this episode i can tell you right now just at this moment i can i can tell you that i I don't want it to end because that's going to stop my growth that's going to stop me from thinking critically thinking even spiritually about where I want to end up, who I want to end up as. And, you know, I, I, I want to keep it eternal. It's the eternal, eternal, internal fight. And for the everyone else out there, for all of you guys listening, that's another challenge I want to give you is, is, is to find out what your fight is. Find out where, where you lie in on your internal conflict. You know, I, I wanted to, I came into this wanted to talk about external conflicts, you know, fighting against society, fighting against all this other stuff. But really, it's it's the more I talked about it, the more I thought about it, I realized that that's not the message I want to send. I want to send a message of, of mind, body, spirit. I want to send a message of the subconscious and the unconscious mind, the idea of, of nature versus nurture and, and the fact that nature and nurture are one thing. Nature and nurture are, are sort of a yin and yang. You know, I I want to drive home the fact that you need to balance yourself. You need you need to sort of conquer your own sort of arrogance and realize that that you you're always going to be fighting with yourself and that's okay. You're always going to be challenging yourself and that's okay because that's what's going to lead you down the path to becoming who you want to be, becoming what you want to be, and. I guess that's my final message here. Again, I, I, I know it's confusing. It, it's it's confusing myself a little bit, but that's that's the point. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. I'm fighting with myself. I'm fighting an internal battle with myself with with multiple points that I want to make because in my heart and in my mind are two different things. In my mind I want to talk about, you know, just, just fighting in general. But then in my heart, I wanted to sort of open up to you guys. I wanted to express to you guys my, my thoughts and my feelings. And, you know, it, it can be confusing. It really is. But that's that's just the point that I wanted to make. We're, we're always fighting. And I'm fighting here right now as I speak. And again, the, the really, the, the main point that I want to give across is, is just that. It's just the fact that we are constantly in conflict with either ourselves or, or someone else but at the end of the day we need that conflict we need that challenge because it really will make us the best us that we can be and that's all i have for you guys today um if you guys i guess if you guys like that you know really just let me know um send a review that's actually something i i don't actually mention enough is that you know, I, I'd like to have some reviews like on iTunes or, or whatever, just whatever app that you guys use. It, it'd be nice to have a review. But either way, you know, if you guys are new listeners, um, sorry, this one was a little confusing for you, but I, I do try and post every Monday. So, you know, you can check out the old episodes. I, I do have a lot of try and bring on a lot of guests that have different ideas and, 
and it's not always just me talking like this or babbling or rambling. I'd say about like 60% of it is, but you know, I'm really trying to change that. Um, and for the regular listeners, you guys know what's up. You guys know that I'm, I'm always doing this, but either way, you know, thank you so much for the regular listenings. It's, it's been awesome. Um, and overall, thank you guys so much for listening. Have an amazing day. Get out there, get hungry and good luck.